Episode 49 of the Reptile Gumbo Podcast. One away from 50. We're almost there. Ooh, I feel almost 50 today. You look like <laughs> it too. Anyways. <gasps> no, acceptable. Oh, I'm closer to it than any of you guys. Not to color my hair. I don't, don't color your hair. I did so much silver. You can keep going to silver all you want. That's great. It makes me feel better when I say silver. <laughs> hey, at least you can say you have silver hair. Robert can't even say that. You're being you ugly today. English? No, you're bald is what I'm saying, Robert. You're bald. Oh, yeah. Ugly. I'm not being ugly. He's bald. He, he knows it. It's the truth. I went to the barber and paid them to do this. So. <laughs> you paid for that. Yeah. Just <clears> next time, I'll bring some Nair, and we'll go ahead and get rid of that hair for you. Oh, my God. Nope. Tried that once. I had a big – it didn't end well. Oh, we'll oh, that. That's a whole burn I've heard. Like, yeah, I'm, a little, I'm apparently hair. allergic to it. <laughs> Oh At least you don't have like a scarred body from it. Yeah. Or maybe you do. I don't know where you tried to nair. Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, so before we go any further, let's go ahead and mention our sponsors. Our first sponsor, Herp's Reptile Shows. You can find them at herpshow.net. Uh, there was a show this weekend in Oklahoma City that none of us went to. But apparently you've had amazing crowds. Did it? I don't want to hear it. Post. <laughs> I've seen lots of posts how they were. It was just insane. Stupid fucking COVID cost me a bunch of money this weekend, probably. <sighs> That's okay. Next weekend, you get to see me. Yes. That makes up for losing all that money. I guess. Yes. Let's be sure. real. I'm the one that makes up for losing all the money. He loves me more. Well, you can tell yourself that all you <laughs> Whatever makes you feel better. Uh, but next weekend, January 23rd, 24th, is the Longview, Texas show. Uh, we will be at the Longview, Texas show. And then the week after that is the big show, the Conroe show, January 30th, mm-hmm. 31st. That's my birthday weekend. Woo-woo. Yeah, I'm going to be even older. Way to go. Uh, and then February 12th. Yeah, February kind of got screwed because of COVID. So there is no Slidell. Slidell. Uh, did New Orleans? No, that Right now, there is New Orleans in March, but uh, the no. show in what? No, oh, yeah, New Orleans too. got canceled. Son of a bitch! I forgot. About do you that. not remember this? I'm sure I do if I remembered stuff. Yeah, we've got you've got Temple and Corpus Christi, <laughs> yeah. and the next show is in Bryan College Station. Yeah, yep. so I will be My doing weekend. I will be at Longview and Conroe, and then I won't see anybody again until we Beaumont. may we may not fend Bryan College Station. We may drive over Saturday. Five hour drive. Hang out Saturday night, drive home Sunday. It's Robert's birthday weekend. Yes, it is. He didn't drive. No. He's spending the rest of the. He's spending our birthday weekends with us. What? Because he's already going to be there. He's not doing us a favor. He's going to be there. No, James. The the entire reason I'm coming is because it's your birthday. You don't bring a single rack. Don't bring a single rack. Show up with nothing. We'll see. Well, We'll that'd be stupid. That would be a fun weekend getaway. With That's no pressure. Five hours. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so you, you guys can argue about this some other time. That's right. Moving on. Moving on. Oh, I'm sorry. Our other sponsor is being pushy. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robert, who is our other sponsor? Lone Star Reptile Racks. Unless you're in Oklahoma City, then you don't get any of those. <sighs> yeah. Well, you do, but I'm going to have to make a. I'm making a delivery up there in a couple of weeks after Conroe. 
Yeah, so if you live up there, get your orders in now. Yeah, I could actually add orders to that. It would make the trip a little more profitable, probably. While supplies last. Yeah. Uh, so the Lone Star Reptile Racks, that is L, I'm going to get this right, LSReptileRacks.com. All right, man. Got it. Only took like, what, 15 episodes. You got it. I'm going to forget it next week. That's I okay. keep feeling like it's LSRRacks.com, but it's not. It's LSReptileRacks.com. Yep. So go get your arboreal gecko racks. And racks and got some other stuff coming. I just Sambo racks. I just uh, I know spent, spent a bunch of money on some very expensive software, and I've been drawing out a lot of cool things to come. I saw a picture, and I'm not mm-hmm. telling anybody. Nope. I didn't get a picture. Uh, I'm not telling anybody. You can show Katie in April. I'll show, but y'all can't say anything. Look. Ooh. Wait for Ah. Uh, I don't even know what I'm looking at. <laughs> okay. I, I explained to her. I explained to her. <laughs> I'm like, what about looking at? That, that will be. Very cool. Yes. That is the front, the back, and the bottom and the top. The sides will be on another sheet. Back, bottom, top. Gotcha. Okay. Now that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Very snazzy. Coolio. Alright, so Peter Rack, call Robert. Uh, if you want to go to any of the shows, visit herpshows.net. Herpshow.net. Herps. Herp show. H-E-R-P-S-H-O-W dot net. You are strong. I'm, I'm, I'm adding more S's in there than they're supposed to be in there. I think I've too much sugar today. I've had no sugar today. You had king cake. I had a small piece of king cake. Not really all. You didn't eat any cinnamon rolls this morning. I ate all cinnamon rolls this morning. That was at eleven. You really are doing well. I know. I am making up for you not doing well. That's all right. When you have no feet, it's not my fault. <laughs> all right. So, our guest tonight, as uh, by now, if you're listening to this and you've seen our Facebook, I will have posted a picture that shows our guest. But our guest is someone who is familiar to the podcast and, and all of us and, and our shenanigans and all of us and. And it's oddly still my friend, in case anybody doesn't believe it. She still likes me. Somebody's got to like you. It's, well, she likes Katie. That's probably true. <laughs> that is probably true. But still, it is April Justine of Bloods by Design. That's correct. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. And more importantly, she's here, like at our house on the podcast. The ball sacks have taken over the house. There have been ball sacks <laughs> running around my house since yesterday. It's so fabulous. One scared the shit out of me. I was watching football and it jumped up on the arm of my chair. Just two ball sacks roaming my house. It's been fun. Uh, fun They're kind of fabulous and I, I kind of want one. No. It's not happening. Oh, it's so. never going to happen. Never. But I, I kind of want one. No, then fun. you better invite April. So April, April can come visit anytime she wants. I convert yeah. people on my travels. Not convert this guy. I do not want ball sacks from my house. I know you had ball sack up in your face too. There was there was a ball sack. I moved it. I didn't like the ball sack in my face. For anybody that might be new to this podcast, April has two hairless cats. I don't know. Like somebody was going, God, what are they talking about? That is a really freaky house. You know. <laughs> Robert's wife held a ball sack at last Conroe. Mm-hmm. I heard. I heard. I heard she really likes ball sacks. She did she like ball them. Yep. yep. I think we're going to make a sweater for them later. Yep. Sweater for the ball sacks? Got to keep the ball sacks warm. For the kitty cat. Sounds interesting. 
So, <laughs> so when are you getting your wife a ball sack? Um, well, unfortunately, <laughs> the uh, the litter that we were going to get one from did not make it. The entire litter. Oh, damn. So apparently, I guess they have, they can have problems nursing when they're babies, is what I was told. And they didn't know that because it was their first litter. And by the time they realized what was going on, it was too late. Well, that's sad. That is sad. Yeah, it's pretty sad. But, you know, it wasn't meant to be, I guess. So we'll get one eventually or two. You'll get a ball sack. She ends up with. Yeah. You'll You're have your own herd of ball sacks. Yeah, this one just won't be kept in my wife's purse. Like, oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> uh, uh, it could be, I, be a great place I, to carry the ball I got confused. Oh. Anyway, it's yeah. going on with the show. So April came to visit because it's her birthday. Well, Yay! tomorrow's birthday. Oh. Well, by the time anybody's hearing this, it will already have been a birthday, and now she's old. I Happy am. birthday. Thank you. You are. Tomorrow, when it's her birthday, will be the same age. But you've been that age longer, therefore. Tomorrow, you are written older. on paper, will be the same age. <laughs> for two more weeks. Oh, sure. and then you're going to be old. It's all right. Robert's older than all of us. I don't want to hear it from any of y'all. Yeah. <laughs> Robert's like, I'll be 41 in March. Holy shit. Yeah. Call up AARP and get your money. Oh, when I turned like 40, they started March. sending me stuff. <laughs> That's funny. What day in March? 14th. Joe's is the I'm fourth. trying to remember when his birthday is so you can bother him on his birthday, too. Same, same day as Albert Einstein, just a coincidence, just saying. That's you know what? You don't have to give anything that we've gotten for you. For I'm birthday. tired of Robert knowing my fucking presence before I know my presence. <laughs> it's not my fault. I know, too. Moving on. Fuck all of you. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. Ungrateful bastards. So, since we knew we were having April on, the question this week, Katie came up with the question this week. So, Katie, go ahead and read the question. So, if you were going to create your own YouTube channel, what would it be about and why? And we did this because April has created her own YouTube channel. Yep, it's like a week and a half old. Man, so now you got to be raking in the money by now. Oh, yeah, millions. All millions YouTube off money. YouTube. Heck yeah. Go buy your sports car. And your Heck house. yes. I'm excited. Uh, no, but it is uh, called Bloods by Design. So if you guys have not subscribed yet, please go do so. Because my goal actually is to feed all of my snakes off of YouTube money, which means I got to make four to $500 a month. Anyone who has a YouTube channel knows the difficulties of making that happen. And everybody <laughs> shits. So while you're shitting, you can watch videos. That's why I watch YouTube videos. I'm totally okay with you doing that while you're watching my videos. <laughs> April will be in people's bathrooms across the world. Yay! Hey, you're up to 215 <laughs> subscribers. I know, I know. Awesome. I'm really surprised and really grateful to everyone who has subscribed already. How many videos do you have out right now? I think I have three. There's five on here. Oh, well, there's the intro video. Yep, the I intro watched the video. One on mites. Yep, how to clean snake cages and racks. How to get rid of oh, mites. Yep. My snake Six is snakes. part one and gecko yep, eggs. Gecko egg. Yeah. I haven't watched the gecko eggs one yet. It's very short. It, it well, they're very small geckos. It'll Four be a, a less than a poo. Less than a poo. Less than a poo. <laughs> Unless you have very much. Well, I don't even watch the whole thing. I gotta hold on to the phone. And that's just too much. You could probably watch all these in one of those sessions. Time <laughs> 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 oh. place you get to be alone in this in a house. Get, get caught up on a. 
I wouldn't know what that's like because everybody comes into the bathroom while I'm in the bathroom. No, while you're in the bathroom. <laughs> no one's walking in while you're in. Yeah, nobody's coming to the bathroom while I'm in the bathroom. If they do, they're going to regret it. Josephine comes into the bathroom all the time. <clears throat> James gets freaked out if I leave the bathroom door. As that's gross. Happy. I don't get freaked out. It's just gross. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway. No one else needs to see that. <laughs> so, now, while you have shit on the mind, April channel. Go visit April's channel. Rude. <laughs> Damn. So, April, you plan on trying to do like two videos a week, right? Yes. Yes. That's a that's a monumental task. Honestly, it kind of is when you're trying to take care of your collection and do a full time job and have somewhat of a life. Which really, honestly, come on, guys, I don't have a life. You don't have so, a life. You visited nah, us this week. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For my birthday, I'm I'm here with you guys. So yeah. obviously, yeah, no life. I feel so special. <laughs> and a candle that sings happy birthday to you. I know. It's weird. Sounds too, like the batteries are dying. Yeah, that's brand new. That's how it sounds. Brand new. Oh. I tried, guys. I tried. <laughs> But yeah, um, obviously it's mostly uh, short tail stuff and throw in my random weird species that I work with, which really is just the geckos, the berm, corn snakes, and the retic. But yeah, but it's but the, the mite one yep. is across the board. Anybody can use that for yep. mites. That yep. was a good one. That's the one with about frontline. I need to get some frontline spray. Yes, that stuff is um, like gold, seriously. So you all so I'm to do you spray it on a paper towel and then wipe their body down with nope. it? Nope. I put gloves on my hands, spray it on the gloved hands, and then, and then just your hands. wipe the snake down. <laughs> yep. I wash the snake anymore. You just leave it on there. You don't... Nope. You just don't do the head. You go from gotcha. like neck down, and gotcha. then that's it. And if you see in the video, it's a very awkward <laughs> moment where I smell my snake to make sure yes. it doesn't smell like alcohol. It's very funny. Yeah, you just <laughs> you just want to make sure that the alcohol is dry because it's an alcohol based product. And once that's done, I don't take the waters out. I don't do anything special. Gotcha. Yep. And treatment like in tub wise, you're just using a very sterile tub when you're doing like like paper towels or something. So you know what? <laughs> I put them on paper towels only because, you know, you want to see if mites are dropping or not. But really, you really, honestly, with Frontline, don't have to do that. I uh, I visited someone's house, and they were using uh, those pest strips where you break them open and you have the yellow bar on the inside. Yeah. And they were dropping those into the cages, and that just scared the crap. I don't know. Like, I'm sure it's fine. I hear tons of people I, use it. Yeah, they do. But if you look on the back of that thing, it says, like, humans should not be in the room with it because it may cause cancer. Yeah, that's horrifying. I know, I know. <laughs> but like, exactly. they're, the, they're the first place I ever saw it. But then I started seeing online people mention that. A people lot do that. of people, a lot it's of people. It's the blue do it. pest strip, and you break it up. It's a yellow bar, and they'll yep. cut the pieces off, and they'll bro- draw them into different enclosures and with the animal. And it's to get get rid of mites. Mm. But I mean, it's also gonna it's gonna kill. It's supposed to be like you put it in your attic, and it eradicates all your. I saw spiders somewhere where they were putting stuff. it in with like isopods to take rid of the, take care of the gnats, but it didn't kill the isopods. Oh, that's interesting. Weird. I, that's a risk that I'm not willing to take either. Yeah, me either. Well, I have tarantulas now too, so. Aren't you fancy? I am fancy. Your tarantulas are really. So now you're gonna do a video on your tarantulas at some point. I actually have filmed one on me rehousing my bird eater. How big's your bird eater? It's tiny. It's, it's like a quarter. It. Yeah, it's real cute. Have you had to deal with mites, Robert? No. <laughs> Were you knocking on wood by chance? I was because <laughs> I'm very, very strict on quarantine. Um, when we come home from a show, we change clothes and clean up before we ever go in the snake room. Uh, I I do not do not want to deal with that. I have um bought a snake that had mites, but it did not make it into the collection because the quarantine did its job. Do you quarantine babies that you're, so if you take babies to sell to a show, 
and bring them back home. Do you quarantine them? Yep. Yeah, I don't yep. do that. I probably should. No, we were talking about this the other day. Yeah, no, I don't do it. I should, but that's just more work. Where would we quarantine? That's the problem. It'd be your craft room. You know that. I would say it's your craft room. But I've already got stuff in there, so then everything in there would have to start over. Your other Sambo was come out of the craft room at some When was the uh, Lafayette show? November. November? November. So we have December, January. You put like a little calendar in each room of your house that you have. In, in February, like... <laughs> we get our bedroom back. Whoop, whoop. So there is that. Oh, I still got to get April to help me set all those ball pythons. Oh, yeah. I forgot I'm doing that. Yeah, so April getting bit by ball pythons. That'll be fun. Nah. They're ball pythons. They don't, they don't usually bite when you're sexing them. I mean, unless Usually. you do your probe. Yeah, like, you, you can't pop. Adults. I didn't know how all that worked. I mean, muscles you can. are too strong. Well, the muscles are so strong, it makes it very, very, very hard to pop an adult male. Yep. Because the babies, the hemipene muscles are pretty weak, so you can kind of invert Boop. them, get them to pop out. Although I still can't do that. I, I'm, I, I'm I struggle with that one yeah. too. But uh, on the adults, they have such strong muscles around them that you can't really get them to pop out. So I've heard people at shows in the past talk about Palpating. That's, so that's what I do with boas, and it's so much easier. But you can't do it with all snakes. Like okay. ball pythons, I don't think you can palpate. Why? It's just the way the anatomy is. Can, I mean, I don't know if you ever palpated a ball python, baby. You talking to me? You're Robert, yes. No, I didn't hear you say Robert. No, <laughs> uh, because they're so easy to pop. Uh, so Actually, okay. uh, to be honest with you, I am not good at it at all. Um, I, my fingers are too big and I feel like I'm going to hurt them. So actually one of my friends, Robbie, he's done all of my babies for me. Uh, Rachel's learning how, but she's still not there yet. So yeah, I, I feel like I'm going to break them in half. So yeah, I've held your wedding ring and there's very few people with a wedding ring larger than mine, but I can hula hoop in yours. Right. Yeah. I got big I'm fingers. He will crush you. I will crush you. Oh, uh, so yeah, I, I, you can you can palpate like boas. Boas great. Sambo babies super palpate. <laughs> Blood python babies super hard because sometimes female junk looks like male junk. Really? Mm-hmm. Like, Their scent glands will are very hemipene looking. Well, it's like my uh my red tail baby that I got that was supposed to be a female and then I palpated it multiple times and I felt it pop and the guy kept trying to tell me, no, it's, it's a man, it's a female. And then we took it to our buddy JT and he was able to get it to pop and bam, hemi beans. It's like, yeah, I know what palpating feels like. I mean, I can do it with red tails and I can do it with sand but I'm sure there's a lot of snakes. Like you can't do it with corn snakes being small. And by the I can time, do it with corn snakes actually. It's scary though. Or pop? pop. Yeah. That's different. Though. Oh, I thought you were talking about popping. No, no, Just kidding. Can't you can't palpate a baby because that's like holding a toothpick. Yeah, you're right. But you can pop. I, I, I was, that's another one. Like Robert talks about, he's afraid of hurting a, of ball pythons. I'm horrified of hurting a baby corn corn snake. Yeah, me too. No, oh, yeah, it's not much. No, it's not. That's <laughs> a tiny tail, like you said, toothpick. But I know one thing I wanted to ask, I, and I didn't ask it last week with Robert. We talked about um, we, we're talking about businesses and LZ and getting into this and. And we just kind of ran out of time because someone had to go sell a rack for some reason. Like, like money's important. We ran but, out of time uh, after two hours. Yeah, let me let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. uh, I did want to ask Robert. I've never asked you when you got into reptiles. Did you fall into that whole uh, let me buy tons of random shit and then all of a sudden you realized this was not the way to go, 
or did you enter uh, in strictly the business mentality? No, I bought all kinds of shit until I figured out what I liked. <laughs> so what were some of the snakes, the snake snakes that you bought? Um. Well, I still have most of them, so I wouldn't call, I wouldn't say I got rid of them. Um, so what kind of things? You mostly focus on ball pythons, and you've got sambos. Yeah, we have sambos. I have. Logan has the corn snakes. We have um, we have three or four hognose of different morphs. Um, and we went through a couple of different king snakes that we weren't real keen on at first, but we still have the Mexican black king snakes. And um, I have that one rat snake left, but it's sold, waiting to get shipped to Colorado, as you saw in my post yesterday that we'll talk about later. Yes. Uh, but yeah, it's uh. I didn't go crazy. Like I've been to people's houses where they've got a false water cobra and a ball python, you know, that's their two snakes. They bought a ball python and like, Oh, I can master snake keeping and went and bought a false water cobra and can't figure out what to do. You know, what are you talking about? They're the same thing, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Same care requirements, you know? So, hey, uh, I, everyone knows false water cobras don't get that big. Yeah. I, I knew my limitations and I knew I didn't want anything big. And I didn't want anything that was going to, you know, I have a 10 year old who's pretty brave and I didn't want anything that he would go in there and open when I wasn't around and would end up getting himself hurt. But you got hog noses. Yeah. And which actually are the ones that he handles more than anything, but has he been, you know, no, knock on wood again. Thanks. Um, <laughs> not that I know of that he may have it not told me, um, but no, not that I know of. He's been bitten by ball python and corn snake and cow king. Oh, we have a couple of cow kings that are Logan's too. But uh, as far as I know, no, by the, the hog nose. Gotcha. Okay, so back to our question of the <clears> week. <throat> uh, we're talking about YouTube channels. And Katie's playing around on her phone. I am. I'm listening. I play around on my phone every week. You she was looking is- at snake stuff, okay? I was actually. That is true. Hold on. Let me find it. I have it. Hold on. Wait for it. Wait for it. I guess it was this one. Okay. Uh, so again, people's ideas, and some of these people already have YouTube channels, and I've watched some of them. Uh, but I'm assuming that's Wiley Cunningham said Rosie Boa locales. That's cool. It is. Again, that's one of the things that's kept me from getting too many Rosie Boas because like locales confuse the shit. You do a lot of like herping videos on that and going out where they're at and everything, and like collection yeah. or maybe not collection. I don't know if it's legal, but. I think, I think. I don't know. I don't know either. Please check and make sure that it's legal. Yeah, don't, don't, just, randomly, <laughs> don't just randomly pick up snakes. Bless it. They're going to be like, we heard it on the Reptile Gumbo podcast. No, no, you did not. <laughs> Rosie Boa locales are interesting because there's so many of them. And like, so I have Mexican Rosie Boas. But when you get into like Mexican Rosie Boa locales, there's like 70 million of them. <clears throat> and, and a lot like the king snake. We talked about before. It's a lot like the, it's on this side of the mountain next to this rock. Yeah. They could do like GPS location for them too, I think. Yeah. So Rosie Boa locales would be a cool one. Mm-hmm. I feel like Rosie Boas and Rubber Boas don't get enough credit in the United States, and it's our only Boa species that we have. Uh, LaVissa Ratliff said, Invertebrates and art. She said, A mixture of the two would be a dream. Art has always been a huge part of my life, but I haven't had much time for it in the last few years. What started out as a love of reptiles has molded also into a love of invertebrates. I started with breeding millworms for my leopard gecko, which I thoroughly enjoyed. Then I got isopods. Now I want millipedes. Slippery slope. No going back. I agree. 
I got the isopods, and now I have like seven, eight different species of isopods, and now I, have, I think I have four different species of millipedes. Um, but it, it fits right into that whole hoarder mentality that reptile people have. Like, if I can fit it in a tub, mm. I can get fifty. Of them. And uh, you can do that with isopods. You can put them in a tub and get fifty of them. It's great. <laughs> Although I think Lavissa should do one on shit that gets put in your bag at reptile expos. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that would like be like one story. episode. But it's still a great episode. It's still like one of my favorite stories. I know it sucks <laughs> for her because she has such a random off-the-wall snake and didn't plan for it. And and it's funny for me because it didn't happen to me. So, But, yeah, check, I guess check your bag at the Reptile Expo. Uh, Darren Watson said my channel would be about setting up enclosures for reptiles, arachnids, and amphibians. Since COVID struck, he's re he redid all of his enclosures, and he found it quite relaxing. I've made hides out of plastic containers, PVC pipe, and cardboard tubing. I've bought Sterilite bins, and I've added windows. I enjoy being creative and saving money as well. A Dremel and a little creativity will go a long way. I agree. A Dremel tool is a great tool for any reptile person. comes in very handy, especially drilling holes in tubs. Uh, I'll say another thing that's amazing is learn to like PV go to the PVC section of like Lowe's, you make all sorts of stuff out of PVC tubes. Make uh, perches and stuff, more jungle gems, all sorts of things out of PVC. I, I have a feeling if I can't make it out of PVC and duct tape, I, it can't be made. <laughs> I mean, I made a... One year Katie was doing help with Color Garden, I made a boat out of PVC. Oh, I would forgotten about that. Yeah, was a, I can make anything out of PVC. I was thinking you were going to go with like little Bo Peep staff. Oh, I did make a little Bo Peep staff fun. out of PVC and a he gas. melted the P the PVC over, a gas stove. over our gas stove in our kitchen so that it would become pliable and he could bend it get the crook into in the... a shepherd's hook. Because Joe was little Bo Peep. That's dedication like for four. your daughter. Yeah, I'm a good dad, damn it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Derek Dykstra said, safe and unsensational venomous handling. When I was first getting involved with reptiles and learning about keeping venomous, I couldn't find uh, any good examples of responsible venomous keeping on YouTube, which you can... Now, I don't know if he's posted any videos yet. We talked about it. Uh, Phil Wolf is starting a YouTube channel that is this. That is yep. safe and social venomous keeping. Looks like Derek awesome. is too. <laughs> if I, you look at the I comments would, under there. I'm all for more and more of those. Yeah. If we flood YouTube with that and not the two dipshits out of Florida, I'm all for it. I think the yep. issue with that is that it because it's not sensationalized, that it doesn't get the clicks and it doesn't necessarily go viral and it's not like, whoa, that's crazy, you know? Yeah. And I think that's, you know, possibly why the people in Florida don't necessarily do it because <clears throat> maybe that is their only stream of income. It sucks. Because, like, Cody Bartolini it it would be amazing, but he does it all the right way and you would never see him, like, free handling his Well, when you do it right, it's boring. Oh, yeah. I actually, yeah, I did a, um, I video recorded myself, um, pulling my retic out of her cage and then putting her back. And I'm like, this is so boring. I am not going to edit this and put this up. <laughs> but I mean, it's good that it's boring. It's but good it that it's going to grab a hold of you and then rip you open. You're bleeding all over the she, place. Yeah. She did none of that, unfortunately. Cause that one went all over the internet. I know. I'd be famous. Derek, I, I think we all back your idea of doing that. You should definitely do it. Uh, and yeah, you may not get a ton of views or follows it's in the works homie uh, I, i'm still saying he should do it oh okay i'm being <clears throat> positive it's about time uh, uh our buddy joe challoner 
That's how yep. you say it. That's Challenger without the G. Challenger without the G. I remember that. Yeah, I remember Joe Challenger from Venom Proof Cages uh, said, I'll just have to wait for the launch. It's going to be epic. So I don't know what he's doing, but uh, he makes well, some venomous. I tape, mean, so I have no idea. the. The law of deduction says it's probably going to be something to do around venom-proof cages and venomous snakes. I think it has something to do with fainting goats. But anyways. Yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. I'd watch that. <laughs> That's the most ridiculous thing on earth. We have read, fabulous, we've read this goat so that it gets eaten by stuff. That's the original so reason for it. And then now we're just like, hey, we're going to freak you out so your whole body seizes up. And then we're going to laugh and say it's cute. I didn't say that it was a good thing. It's like puffer so- fish. You don't ever want them to actually puff up. No. But they're still cool. Or like hairless cats. You don't ever actually want them to be hairless. Or No, James. No. Oh, ball sacks. Uh, <laughs> Todd Autry, who we had on. Of course, Rattlesnakes. Uh, we talked about Rattlesnakes, but he has a YouTube channel. So check out Todd Autry's YouTube channel. <clears throat> uh, herping. Uh, Megan Kelly, who we've also had on. And of course, hers is Anacondas, because obviously that's what Megan breathes is Anacondas. Yep. Uh, Lance Kirkman said locality boas because no one cares about localities. Untrue, Lance. <laughs> I just don't care about localities, Lance. That's all it is. Uh, now there, there's a couple of people. Um, what was it Brian's Boas? I think he has a YouTube channel. He does a lot of locality stuff. Um, locality boas have gotten pretty big. I say pretty big. Ironically, they're small boas, but they've gotten popular. But that would be cool. I, I, I would be all for videos explaining locality shit to me because it's way too confusing. I, I could definitely use like a kingsnake person doing a locality kingsnake video, just explaining what the hell they are and what the difference is between this one and the one they caught on the other side of the road. So you would want educational videos about it. Yeah. I don't know. The problem is like, I've got a short attention span, so just give me like five minute videos. And then... Yeah. That's a key thing too that uh, I talk to a lot of people before I launch my own YouTube is making sure that I have different lengths of videos. So once a week, I'd try to do a short video, which is like under five minutes. I try to honestly make it like three, but I talk way too much. And then other videos are like 10 minutes-ish. I don't want to get them over 15. Yeah, I think 14 and under tends to be the sweet spot for getting enough, getting a lot of views. Because even if you look on, you can look on your insights and stuff. And uh, I think the average watch time for me is two and a half minutes, I think. So out of a 10 minute video average, people are only watching two and a half of that. And I wonder if how that counts that, like sometimes I'll fast forward through videos. I know the section of a video is not something I need to watch, but I'm trying to get something more important. So I'm guessing it doesn't count the fast forwarded time. It's only kind of the view time. I have absolutely no idea, but just more relevant to what you want. Well, just the same thing. No, I disagree. Agree to disagree. Oh my God. Um, <clears throat> and Maddie McCann said, probably enclosures. I like to take old pieces of furniture like china cabinets and such and convert them into enclosures. For my king's sink, I gave her a naturalistic look on the inside. I painted the outside of the cabinet very pale cream tone pink with hand-painted monstera leaves all over the place. I think it's cool to have a few things like that around the house because to people who don't know, it just looks like a regular cabinet. And then, bam, there's a snake in there. I kind of love that. My buddy uh, Tony did that with an old TV. You know, like the yeah, super, I always do super that. old yeah. TVs. Yeah, and I think he has a, I want to say a, a green tree python in there, I think. That'd be cool. Ooh, that would be neat. I, I'd be cool. Like a, like a, the problem is you'd have to do this as a side hustle selling these cages, too, to do enough building out of old furniture. Because you couldn't <clears> just keep building in your house just full of old pieces of furniture. Oh, like you couldn't do it for you. You'd have to yeah. do it for other people. The thing I find more interesting is people that do that. And showing the ways they like 
snake proof it or waterproof all the things they do so it can be used for more than a year because <clears throat> some people do that they'll go, they'll go buy a cheap piece of furniture they'll put a screen or a glass front on it or whatever go bam i'm done and then it just starts to fall apart because they didn't actually seal anything the snakes boop pee lizards whatever so <laughs> or you're putting the water bowl in and the snake strikes and, and you freak out and, and you get water that. everywhere yeah I've done that. Me too. right <laughs> after i change paper towels in a baby tub and i go to put it in the baby just jumps out of nowhere and I'm not like. Oh, you're a pussy! Come on. I am, but I'm. I'm <laughs> like I'm a fan of not getting bit in any way, shape, or form by any snake. All right, Robert. So if you were going to start your own YouTube channel, what would it be? Probably building racks. It'd be pretty boring. It would just be video of a CNC machine cutting plastic all day. <laughs> That is oddly satisfying. Here, I was about to say, I, 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 <laughs> and a whole lot of screwing. Whoa! Hey, there hey, you like, <laughs> Screwing stuff together. Here's a CB seventy oh rack. Here's a right. CB seventy rack. Here's a CB seventy rack. Yeah. All right, all right, James. If you were gonna have a YouTube channel, oh, I know, I know. What? You <laughs> do it all on sand boas. <laughs> I, well, I, I might. That'd be cool. But no, I don't. If I could, I would like to do something more on herping. I don't. It's funny. I don't watch herping videos. I don't know why. They don't hit me as much. But uh, I'd like to do one on herping. That would involve going out herping more. Which yeah, it'd be I fun to too. I need to. I told April I'm gonna bring her out to West Texas so we can go herping. Yep. Yeah. Because I want to see a Western Nile back in the wild, or some of those random ass colubrids that no one knows exists that live out there. Yep. yep. That'd be cool. There's a whole bunch of small shit that no one ever like. Every time I watch a herping video of West Texas, and it's not a king snake that they find, I'm like, "Hey, I didn't know that existed." Yeah, there's all kinds of stuff out there, man. And yeah. we shall find it. <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have some. I've, I've managed to get some locations to go look from some people. So yeah, yeah. I gotta go hit up Eric Burke. I said, I don't know what the heck, Eric Burke. Um, I think in Zach, I think they found timber rattlesnakes. Yeah, they have timber Yeah, they won't <laughs> tell anyone the the location, so I'm just gonna go with them. him. I can I can take <laughs> you to find inviting, inviting myself to go do that. <laughs> we can go find more timber rattlesnakes than you want to find if you five minutes from my house. Find, I don't think you can find more than I want to find. No, you could. Yeah. Good point. You could find an ample amount very near within thirty minutes of where I live. Okay, cool. See you tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> like, literally, we can go northeast and find timbers, go southwest and find timbers and atrox, and go a little bit farther west and find banded rock rattlers all within oh, like three yeah. hours. Okay, we're going to find banded rock rattlers. And some maybe and some black tails mixed in here and there. There's all kinds of stuff. Yeah, I'm going to bring my new Christmas present, my new hook, so I can, yep. I can mess with them. You can hook things. I can hook things. I want to be a hooker. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, if you're that's gonna, make, if you're gonna, if you're gonna hook me in a big H rat, you need two hooks. Good thing I, I have. I thought you made a uh, silhouette of a man with a snake hook and a snake on it, and it says, "I'm an expert hooker." <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to make me a shirt that says that, Katie. Someone just stole my idea. Now someone's gonna have it. Like, don't do it. Whoever's listening, don't Tracy, do that. That's my Tracy's idea. Tracy's gonna do it. Don't you do it, Tracy? Don't you fucking do it? <laughs> she already said she's gonna make shirts that say. Uh, Snake, what did I say? Um, Snake mommy or something like that? What about how, no, how did I put no, it? Oh, uh, oh, it was it was funny crap. What was that? It was funny we'll crap. Right now. I got it right here. Okay. Yeah, so that group that you shared on the Reptile Gumbo Podcast discussion group is 
it's messed up. <laughs> yeah, scale mommies. That's it. Scale mommies. That was scale it. mommies. Yeah, it's, it's a great tag group. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole group of people tagging other posts of people being stupid with the reptiles, like the one I showed you where the bearded dragon and the cat were in the same cage together. Yeah. Well, people are like my dog and my snake love each other, and it's just a snake laying on the back of the dog. Yeah. Or the two bearded dragons what? playing, and the last picture is half a bearded dragon sticking out of the other one's mouth. Yeah. Or, or the one with uh, the bearded dragon and the green and old sitting on his nose. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. They're coming after you, Robert. Yeah. That's okay. it's been a, that's been happening a lot in my neighborhood these last few days. Oh, it's like that. Memphis. Uh, yeah. Never like Memphis. <laughs> You're right. We kill more people. <laughs> no, Houston is. Houston is out of control right now. There's like, we had 400 homicides just in the city of Houston last year, which is a hundred more than the average. So it's, well, uh, it's not a great place to be at all. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Try to be New Orleans. Uh, well, you try to find that. Did you find it or did you just give up and start playing with something else on your phone? He told us what it was. Oh, the hurt. No, the snake mom. Yeah. 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 So, so you are just playing on your phone. Got yeah, it. Okay. I'm listening to both conversations. So one post I made. So each week we discuss uh, like posts and things that other people see that our listeners see. And I wanted to come up with a name for it and make a little like uh, a little image for it every week when we post it, so people can, can link their stuff underneath that. So I want to come up with a good name. And so far I've only had two names. I posted a thing the other day asking people for their uh, name for this segment, and I've gotten two so far. One from our our friend Tracy says the weekly herp date, which just sounds a little. Yeah, I'm not sure that's the direction I want to go. That I sounds like funny. a that sounds like a venereal disease dating group. And Katie, of course, loved it. Yes. <laughs> and then <laughs> uh, and, and I have to put your name next to Katie so that Robert and I don't look like the guys. That I, uh, I do like Riley Jimmerson. Riley is 100 percent accurate. The yeah. weekly WTF. Uh, I feel that that's really really good. Uh, I just wish there was something else I could come up with the WTF meant that fit this, but I guess what the fuck actually works pretty well for us. I mean, we tend to ramble. I tend to ramble. Let me just... You can't ramble if you're playing on your phone. And you all curse. I never curse. I never fucking curse. <laughs> you called James... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so... I've gotten worse at the more episodes I've been on. So what I'm saying is that I'm, I'm leaving this post up. It is on the Reptile Gumbo podcast page. Uh... Go if you have an idea for what we should call this segment, what you think the, the, the name for this segment should be, go put it on there. I'm gonna leave it up for a couple weeks, and then I'm gonna take the best options and let people vote on what they think the name for the segment should be. So right now we only have two. So be creative and come up with a good name for the segment. Because James can't be creative. So I can. On you I'm just tired of doing everything for everybody. Uh, you really want to go there? Everything for everybody. Keep all scrolling, baby. Everything. For everybody. Okay, and then uh, I did suck at getting this one up. This one went up like six hours ago. Uh, but it was <laughs> today. It was today. Oh you my know gosh. You can schedule these to post when you want them to, right? You should do that. <laughs> he did not know. Not <laughs> this is your podcast, also, Katie. Uh, Maybe you shouldn't be on this one. <laughs> I keep telling you every week. I'm just going to um, send this one out. <laughs> hey, you want to be on here. You're here. Uh huh. <laughs> or else it's just me and Robert staring at each other for two hours. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> yeah, to his dreamy eyes. Hard pass. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, some of so some of the things that got shared. One was by our friend Bill Bradley, and then I got to go watch this because I looked at some like the thumbnails, some of the tiles of the videos, uh, 
it looks really cool. And we also had some comments. Chris Lemmy said he looks at it and says it's really great. But it's Serpa Designs on YouTube. S-E-R-P-A-D-E-S-I-G-N. Serpa Designs. And he builds amazing enclosures, uh, like little bio. It's, it looks really cool, like terrariums and stuff. Uh, I think one that I saw was a like puffer fish. Uh, what's it called? It's a, terrar- it's a terrarium, but it's for fish. My brain's up. Like aquascape, I guess. Sure. That sounds good. Yeah. Cool I got nothing. Yeah, she, look at that. It's really, really neat. So yeah. he builds. I need to go watch those videos on surface design. Uh, so check those out. Thanks, Bill. That's one more thing I can watch while pooping. Um, so Lance posted uh, feeding thirty blue tongue skinks at once, and it's living art. Is the, this the YouTube channel? The YouTube channel, and I was looking at some of the other stuff on that YouTube channel, and it looks really neat. Um, so if you're into lizards, well, that's because it has those silly little skinks you like. Ah, look, I like lizards. Get over it. I don't mind if you like lizards. Here's the problem. No, we're not going in there. Yeah, we don't have to. We we we're know, James, there. you're going to be the one taking care of it. Exactly. I'm glad everybody <laughs> understands this. Allegedly, it's not a legend. It's not a legend. Oh, God bless. And then he also posted. Uh, no, it's the same thing. No, this is different. Oh, I thought it was the same no, thing. No, it's different. I clicked on it. Uh, it was green tree python locality types. That's cool. Uh, from albinochondria.com. And the name of the, the name of the YouTube channel is albinochondro.dot.com. That's funny. I like it. I do like that. So. Great marketing. It's a brief overview of the 15 or so locality types of green tree pythons, popular yeah, right. and collected. If you're, a, if you're a snooty green tree python kind of person, I actually want to be python. Emeralds are better. They are. Emeralds are better. But I like green tree pythons as well. But, but emeralds are better. Isn't that a boa? Yes. That's why they're better. Nope. That's why they're better. Wrong. Better. Nope. Moving on. No eggs. <laughs> nope. No eggs. Oh man, I'm going to take a picture of these two literally sitting across the table from each other. Fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Boa versus Python. Oh, I'm just now. I'm just looking at all the stuff. That's... So talking about YouTube. Um, YouTube. Our daughter YouTube? had a friend over yesterday. So she was super pumped. But Joe has in her bedroom, she has pictures around her bed. They're hanging on cute little lights. And there's a picture of Joe and Emily from Snake Discovery. And her her friend was like, she looks familiar. Who is this? So Joe pulled up her YouTube channel and was showing her all these cool videos. And her friend was like, that is so cool. You've met somebody from YouTube. Um, but it was, it was so much fun. And so then they started watching like all these videos and there was one and, and I don't know what the exact title is, but it's, it's like why an alligator doesn't make a good pet. And that may actually be the title. Is that what I think it is where she cleans the whole room and all that kind of stuff. floods everything like crazy. I think yes. so. But yep. Josephine, she was like, well, yeah, they don't make good pets. You're not allowed to have them in Louisiana for pets. You can't with permanent. I was like, okay, well, let's just keep on. Just saying you can't with permanent. But you, you won't. So. So I have found oh, that God. if you go to Home Depot, you can rent a backhoe <laughs> for a day. And I'm just saying, I could dig a pretty deep hole in a day that would we're, fit an alligator. We're not getting an alligator. It doesn't have to be we. This is we. It could be me getting an alligator. We got a big backyard. April's seen it. It's big backyard. It's big enough for an alligator. 
I'm not commenting on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, Robert, next week I'm going to need to rent a back code to bury a body in my big backyard. It's a pretty big body. <laughs> hey, it's a pretty big backyard. <laughs> Don't worry, there already, already will be a hole We could dig a pond and put an alligator in it and feed the body to the alligator. You know, speaking of snake discovery, though, it's really fun watching them go through the process of getting their building together. Um, and I'm really excited. I want to go visit them. Oh, yeah. yes. Like, I can't wait for it to be done. Like, we should all go make a trip out there. Yeah, oh, because- yeah. A trip. And then the reptile podcast visits. Yeah, and it's not it's not that far either from this the whatever Brian Barchek calls his place, and that would be interesting to go see too. Even though I know, no, it's pretty far from there. Is it? Because his is in like Detroit, Detroit, isn't it? No, is it? I thought they're in Michigan. No, he's in Detroit, outside of Detroit. It's not that far compared to you know things in Texas. That's true. She's in Minnesota. Well, if we ever have Tinley again, we could just make it a whole trip out of going to Tinley and then going to that. And go everywhere. Can we go to Nerd too? Is that around there? That's, I don't no, know. That's, that's, in, that's in Massachusetts. <laughs> Maine. Massachusetts, not Maine. Massachusetts. Whatever. Whatever. Or maybe it is Maine. Hell, I don't know. It's over there. It's all the same place over there. Sounds like a summer road trip to me. Yeah, you all have summer off. off. Yeah, we know. She works. So and she Robert has to fly go there. and we'll, we'll meet you there. Yeah, you can spend the extra money on fly. I feel like I get the short end of the stick here. I have to take PTO. <laughs> we were all wrong. Nerd is in New Hampshire. Didn't I say that? No, I thought or, you said yeah. Maine. I said, I said or New Hampshire. Maine. Oh, okay. New Hampshire. I were watching the latest video, or one of Dave Coffin's videos, and I said it. That was also one I want to wish a happy birthday to, because uh, I saw it in the video, to Rob at Nerd, because they flipped to a camera in the video and had Rob's birthday is on the It's 19th. Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday. On so. Tuesday. Happy birthday, Rob. I know he's not going to hear this at all, but... Happy birthday, Rob. Happy birthday, Rob. He actually does him. listen to the show. April will tell him what she talks to him. I'll tell him. Uh, so I don't know. We got to... You said something, and then... I've... I said snake. Oh, we snake or... That has been fun to watch that. that uh, it's been really fun. It'd be really cool. It, it, it looked really neat. I'm ready to see it with animals and, and decorated. And... Legitimately, I am so proud of them. For how they built their whole entire business and and using Patreon and everything they get from YouTube because they'll have a heating unit go out and those things are not cheap. Oh, yeah. And they get, you know, it seems like quality equipment that they're getting replacements for and they're able to pay for it probably mostly from... She makes a ton off YouTube. All the money that she's getting from YouTube. And and it's deserved. It's so deserved. It's so good. It's um, good to see people doing really well that really deserve to. Yeah, because they replace like really a water well. heater, the heaters, the air conditioner, like everything. Everything, every basically, right? Like, oh, we have to replace this. Yeah. Time. I know. And they were super excited about having bathrooms. Our house, they said. It'll be fun, they said. Our house isn't that bad. Our house isn't that bad. Quit talking shit. Our air conditioner's going to break if you say shit like that. Stop that. It's brand new. It won't. Uh-huh. Not our air conditioner. Oh, I thought it was. It's covered under warranty. Oh, that's true. We got a warranty. <laughs> Anyway. It's going to break the day after a warranty. Yep. Uh, so going over to our reptile discussion, our reptile podcast discussion group, <laughs> our reptile gumbo podcast. You know what I mean? Uh, I did post. So I saw this. I made a meme because I saw this graph on some other reply somewhere else, but it fit the hobby perfectly. And it was the, oh crap. Someone told me the name of it. I knew the name of it when I looked it up. 
But uh, I can't remember what it is. And I hope somebody said it here in the comments. Oh, dude, I'm drawing a blank. Damn it, they didn't say it here in these comments. Anyways, it's a something, something. It's like two, two names. But uh, it just shows like how confident people are when they first enter the hobby and they don't know shit. But yet they're super confident about everything they know, which is seen across Facebook groups all over the place. And then uh, towards the middle, when you realize you don't actually know that much and you're still learning. And then towards, I don't think there's a lot of people that are in the expert area where they're like, I know everything. I, I feel like once you reach that part, you realize you don't know. And it says that I'm pretty good, but, uh, but know my limitations. Most people, when they reach that expert level, uh, won't tell you they're experts. Like no one, no, whenever you listen to like podcasts, they're talking like Keith McPeak. I've never heard Keith McPeak talk about how he's an expert in reptile keeping. But you'll hear people talk about how Keith McPeak is an expert in reptile keeping. Yeah. Like other people will tell you if somebody's an expert. If the person has to tell, tell you that they're an expert, they're probably not an expert. It's called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Yes, the Dunning-Kruger effect, the Freddy Kruger effect. Uh, when you fall asleep, comes in your nightmare. Wait, that's different. <laughs> Close, uh, but not really. <laughs> I'm gonna, uh, oh, there was also our buddy Travis Wyman posted exploring the idea of using CRISPR to make cane toads non-toxic so that Aussie animals learn to avoid them. So I actually cool. read this article because... Hi, it makes one of us. Well, okay, so this popped up right as we were getting ready to take kids to the bus on Friday, and I was so excited after, like, skimming this article that I was telling my coworkers about it, and they all stared at me like I had four heads or something. Um, but I was very excited. But it, it basically, it goes on to talk about how by doing this, it's going to make them no longer dangerous for the native wildlife that eats them because apparently there is still a lot of native wildlife in Australia that, that yeah, eats them. Yeah, all the time. Um, so in in turn, it could. But um, could they eat them and survive after eating them? Did you talk anything about it? Because it says... I skimmed the article. Don't get our hopes up, baby. <laughs> We just need to, like, phone Travis in to explain this. No, guy. Travis needs to start explaining shit better, because he knows yeah. I'm not going to read it. <laughs> he knows I'm not going to But it says learns to avoid them. But if you're making them non, non-poisonous, non then just let them beat the shit out of them, and then... So scroll down. There was a comment. Bad idea. <clears throat> Is that really all it says? Uh, it's yeah, also, it's really all it says. Aaron, Aaron Sires just said, Come bad on, idea. Man. I don't understand why it's a bad idea, though, Aaron. We should keep those cane toads. Let them kill all the dingoes because a dingo ate me, baby. Uh, Reggie Raven posted: Zoo just saved one of the world's rarest turtles from extinction. That's an ugly fucking turtle. I'm not gonna lie. At first, I didn't know what I was looking at. I thought it was burned. I'll be honest. Like <laughs> it does, I really, it I does really look like a burned victim. It burned. It's a rare river river turtle, the Northern River Terrapin. Uh, from Bangladesh. From Bangladesh. It looks like a burn victim. Like, what is... It does. It, it does. Even the second picture, it doesn't get better. It's still ugly. No matter. Maybe its head is super dark, like black-headed pythons. Is Do you actually remember what that's for? It's because they put their head out of the rock. And it absorbs the heat what? from the sun. Look I used you. to do education programs on them. Look at you learning shit. I actually shit. know some things. Just because you I may belong in this reptile podcast. Just because I hide a lot of my information. I know more information than people think. I don't think you hide. I'm not the pretty face. Fishermen could get up to $365 for a female. So that's why they were going extinct. Because 
Jesus. That's a lot they're of money for them. I'm sure they're being hunted because their meat makes your penis hard. I mean, it doesn't what? actually, but that's why every, I know, I'm confused. every animal that ends up being hunted. <laughs> April's like, what did I miss here? Every animal that gets hunted for extinction is because it makes your penis hard. Rhino horns make your penis hard. Uh, snakes in, is, is in, there something we need to talk no. about? You need to go talk to Asia, who keeps buying all these animals oh that are hunted so they can use them to make penises hard, which they don't actually do. But folklore, like Chinese folklore medicine, it's always like this will make your penis hard. You're telling me you've never heard about that about rhino? T- no. You've never heard that with rhino horns? No. They would yep. get them. Nope. Robert's right. They get them, they maybe. grind them up, and they, they supposedly will what make your penis hard. What circles are you guys in? Um, maybe it's because. <laughs> it's a lot of documentaries. It talks about it in documentaries all the time. Anytime you watch like something where it talks about animals. And you assume I watch documentaries. No, I didn't assume. I just assumed. You said you had a lot of knowledge, Katie. I have, what knowledge, all that knowledge? I have knowledge from programs I used to do. What happened to all that knowledge, Katie? You didn't talk about hard penises in your <laughs> in your zoo programs? Um, not talking about it on this podcast either, so keep on I don't know. Rolling. I feel like I'm talking about it right now. Keep on um, rolling. So anyways, that that's a weird-ass looking turtle. But uh, it's cool that they're... Terrapin. Terra, it's it's a turtle. You call it terrapin all you want. So yeah. uh, oh, this is awesome. Travis posted this picture. It's a beautiful photograph. It is a Sri Lankan green pit viper sitting on top of a pitcher plant. It's absolutely beautiful. That was a cool picture. That is an awesome photo. Uh, anybody that has seen it, go over to the Reptile Gumbo Podcast discussion group page. Check out that picture. It uh, for, first of all, those snakes are amazing looking in general. Just the contrast. Between the solid black scales and all the green scales, but for that small snake sitting on the edge of that pitcher plant, it's pretty awesome. And you wonder if it's sitting there waiting for small insects that come to that plant for the nectar. Like, does it eat insects, or is it strictly a mammal or bird eater? It's like copperheads will eat cicadas, and that's an insect. That's cool videos to watch. Yes, things that make you go. Hmm. Things that make you go. Hmm. Mm. And, then, uh, <laughs> and now we got to Robert's post. Robert, would you like to tell us about your amazing post? Which one? <laughs> the one with the guy in Colorado. He's had multiple amazing posts. Yeah. Well, I don't have time. I'm, I'm kind of wide open right now. Um, so I sold this. Uh, what is it? I'm blind. Mine just went blank. An Everglades oh, rat snake. An Everglades oh, rat God. snake to this guy in Colorado. Uh, about two weeks ago. And if you read the terms of service on my uh, Morph Market page, it's very clear about shipping. And I even discuss it with him before he purchased it. You know, said, hey, man, you're in you're having me ship this to Colorado. So it might be March, late March before this thing gets shipped to you because I'm not shipping it uh, if it's cold there. And it's always cold there this time of year. So he said he was fine with that. He sent me the money. You know, I told him, look, I'll feed it. And if it eats every five to seven days, I'll feed it, you know, until I ship it, no cost, you know, whatever. I'll just hold on to it until, until it's time to ship it. So he agreed and to that. that was agreed upon and fine. Yes. So, okay. so then he, uh, he messaged me about a week later. He likes to start off with saying, just saying, here's the temperatures in Colorado this week. And they're never accurate. It's like, He's trying to trick me into not looking to see what the temperatures really are. And uh, I said, no, you know, the first time I said, no, look, it's, it's 12 degrees there and it's snowing. I'm not shipping this snake. So then he sent me. I'd say if it was a rubber bowl, you could just ship it without a heat pack. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then he he asked me about three or four days ago, hey, how's the snake doing? And I was busy and didn't respond because if the snake dies, I'm going to let you know, hey, the snake died, I'll give you your money back, right? So I didn't respond, you know, busy. So then the next day he messages me and that's when he says that I'm seeing your temps in Manville, Texas are 40 to 60 degrees. Why won't you send my snake? An answer would be nice. I need to hear something for you from you soon. And that's when what your temperatures are right. He, he completely doesn't get it. So it has to be shipped to April's hometown, which is cold. It's going to Memphis and then it's going to ship to Colorado, which by the way, Colorado is cold in case anybody's wondering. Right. So right now, Part of the, the context, I think I, I left out when I, when I, cause I responded to him in, uh, about, you know, Hey, the temperatures in color where you, I said, the temperatures where you live are too low. And he responded, why do the temperatures where I live matter? I'm having you ship this to Colorado Springs. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm not shipping it to you. I must be, I'm really? shipping cause, cause it's going to a hub. So he, uh, that's when I responded with my long, you know, about, look, man, you just can't make the temps up and expect me not to check. You know, I told him what the National Weather Service says on those uh, for the next, actually, it was the next 14 days is what they estimate out. You know, I told him, I'm not going to ship this animal. You agreed to the terms whenever you bought it. I'm not going to deviate from it. You're not the first person that's tried to badger me into shipping a snake when it's not safe. You probably won't be the last, and I'm not going to do it. And I, you know, I even apologize. I said, I'm sorry if this comes ac- across br- abrupt, but this is the third time that he's tried to get me to ship the snake since he bought it in early December. And so, and I had some, you know, I attached screenshots of the weather forecast for the next 14 days and told him I will ship it when it's safe to do so. I said, the meantime, it's being cared for, no, uh, cared for and fed at no cost to you. I said, and I always I ended it. What, what else could he say with, to this? Cause I said, after all the well being of the animal is most important thing to you as well, isn't it? And his response was, no, yeah, his response was correct. That's exactly what he said. Correct. And that's it. So I think he got the point. I think he's probably young and inexperienced and he's just, uh, I mean, it was a $65 snake. He paid as much for shipping as he did for the snake. Do what? Right. He's probably just excited. He's excited. And, you know, at first I was, I humored him and I told him, you know, the first time when he responded, I said, look, man, I know you're excited to get the animal, but I'm just not, I'm not going to put this animal in jeopardy. I did tell him initially, look, I'll ship it to you. But when it shows up dead, the it's in my terms too, that if, if, if it ships outside, if you insist on me shipping outside of these parameters, the, the live arrival guarantee is null and void. And he's like, no, I want to, I want to definitely keep the live arrival guarantee. I said, well, then you're going to get the snake whenever I think it's the right time to ship the snake. So hopefully. What do, you know? do what? What do you know? Right. What do I know? I mean, you know, it's my first, first time shipping a snake, right? So, I, I mean, I was tempted because a lot of people commented and said, well, I would just give him his money back. But that's what I was thinking. I, I just, you know, I mean, it's, I could take it to any show and sell it again, but. The guy genuinely wants the snake and, you know, I'll hold on to it until it's time to send it. I, I don't know. I'm just not one to give instant refunds. Now, I guess the other side of that would be if he's that anxious to get it and he doesn't care about it freezing to death, is he going to take care of the animal the right way? That's kind of the, the morality that I struggle with a little bit. So, But um, as long as you do everything on your end 
Yes. To make sure everything is right. I mean, it, it's a risk that all of us take when we sell a snake. You know? Right. Plus, this thing is an, this snake is an asshole, like grade A asshole, and I told him that up front. And uh, I, I trust me, if I could get rid of this snake today and send it, I'd be more than happy to because I'm tired of the thing launching out of the tub every time I open it. But <laughs> like, well, and I think one, it, one thing we it, all have to come to terms with as breeders that sell animals. We have to come to terms with once it leaves us. It's no longer ours. As much as it may suck, shit may happen. Yeah. You know, Dallas, Dallas Rua posted a thing today in another group about a guy. Dallas, the guy was trying to buy some carpets from him, I think, like four of them. And Dallas had some questions that he wanted answered before he would agree to sell. And the guy just responded, yes to all. Where do I send the money? And oh, they weren't, they weren't uh, yes or no questions. Long. So. Yeah, that's where I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, Dallas said, no, I'm good, man. I'm not selling you these snakes. And he posted it in one of those FBI groups, you know, for um, anyway. And a couple of people were arguing with him about you shouldn't ask those questions. It's none of your business. And uh, Dallas, Dallas and I had a a conversation about it, about, uh, I mean, this one guy, he was just going all in on Dallas and arguing with him about it's none of your business. You shouldn't care what I do with it. You need to just basically, you just need to take your money and shut up. And, uh, well, to go sell that snake to somebody else. Cause I ain't selling it to you. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, exactly. As, I, tell anything, it, I feel like you have the right to ask those questions. People do it about dogs all the time. People that breed dogs, People that sell dogs, the freaking Humane Society, before you can buy a dog from them, is going to ask you a list of questions and you have to fill out paperwork. Yep. And depending on the dog that you're getting from them, they're going to come to your house and make sure you have a fenced-in yard. And they're going to make sure you have everything you need. Like you say you don't have any other animals in the house or you don't have small children in the house. They're going to confirm this. Why wouldn't we do the same thing with our reptiles? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. What he said. Oh, I'm looking for the post again. I, I was looking for one where you and I were talking. Uh, I can't remember what the argument was. There was somebody that said something stupid to one of my comments, and you like, we're going to talk about this on the podcast. I can't remember what the conversation was. Um, I don't remember, man. There's been so many this week. It's been uh, I think I it was another comment. I can't find the comment anymore, but I think it was on my one that had the the Dunning Kruger picture. It was, <laughs> and it was. It was the racks. It was the one about the racks where the guy was yeah, like, it his was, first comment right off the base was, "If you believe in having racks or whatever, you shouldn't have animals or something like that." Yes, that's him, and he he looks like he's about fifteen years old, and he is the authority on all things enclosures. But when you click on his name in that group a month ago, he was asking for care advice on like corn snakes. And now he's the authority on what people should keep their animals in. Oh, yeah, he's the very first one to comment on that. That comment's not there now. I went and looked; it's not there. Yeah, no. But, he, uh, either the admins deleted it or he deleted it. I'm not sure which. Yeah, I, now I remember his, his first thing, and my first response was, "Yeah, that's not exactly true." Yeah. Oh, uh, oh! One thing that we saw that got posted this week was a list of species that were discovered in 2020. Some of them were very interesting. Uh, this rare iridescent snake discovered in Vietnam uh, was really, really cool. Uh, it's a, it's, I think it was in its own group. Let's see. It's part of a rare genus, 
Kalanis, or Kalanis, I don't know how you pronounce it. Um, but it's, it's just weird. It's got these weird eyes. It's, it's kind of reminds me of a, um, oh, a sunbeam snake. Yeah. A bit. That was in Vietnam. That was on there. Uh, there's this bright ass red salamander found in North Carolina that looks kind of like it's made out of like gummy bears. <laughs> it's very pretty. It is a very pretty salamander. Yeah, it looks like a piece of candy. Does it? It doesn't look doesn't real. Look real. So I kind of want to see that one in person. Um, let's see. There was a lizard found. That's not nearly. There's some that were really interesting. The devil eyed frog that was found in the Andes. That was kind of cool. Uh, it's weird looking. The Lapushan frog. The Lapushan frog. This oh, this is the one that was named after um uh Joaquin Phoenix. It was a spider that they found this year. Named after Joaquin Phoenix. Found it in Iran. Because apparently its pattern is resembles the Joker from the movie. I don't see it. I don't see it's it. It's a cool looking spider. Very cool. Uh a langer, so a type of monkey was discovered. The mountain fertilance viper was found in undergrowth within the Andes Mountains this year. Red, yellow, and green markings and massive fangs. Massive fangs. Uh, those are cool. some of the new species that were discovered this past year. So some, things, some good things happened in 2020. Not much. Not much, but they did find some cool stuff. Um, let's see. Scott Bo- Oh, Scott Borden and Savu's paired up. Saw that. That's cool if you like dirt snakes. I'm just kidding, Scott. I, I'm just not a Safu Python person. And I know there's people out there right now going, how can you not like Safus? That's just a stuff. No. But I'm glad Scott does. And I'm glad people are breeding them because at least they're in the hobby. Now, I want everybody to prove me wrong. In 10 years, once people have started breeding Safus and there's more in the hobby, I want to see some of you actually owning them. All these ones that talk about how amazing it is that they're pairing up and they ex- go buy one. Because they were in the hobby. They were there 20 years ago. 15 years ago. And they weren't because people didn't want them as pets. So prove me wrong and get them as pets. Are they one that was very inexpensive then and now they're more expensive now? Yes. They were super cheap. You found them in pet stores for like less than $100. Because they're they're one of those ones like as a baby, I think they're one of the ones where they're pretty though. I think they're like a like reddish color when they're I think they're pretty as adults. I It's not me. It's not for me. I know you don't like them, but I think they're really pretty. And then uh, oh, that was the... That was Robert's post into the the, uh, the scale mommies group. Yeah. Oh. Uh, anyways. Uh, oh, something I saw on Facebook this week that drive that I mean, also drives me nuts. They drive me nuts. Just annoys me, and I can scroll past most of it. But I did see someone asking what size diaper their twelve inch diameter tortoise needed. Uh, the answer is none. The answer is no diaper. Your tortoise never needs a diaper, ever. <laughs> ever needs a diaper. And someone goes, well, how do I keep it from shitting in my house? That's the first. That's not the first question she need to ask. First question is, why is this tortoise roaming around my house? That's right. the proper question. <laughs> Breaking um, my toilet feel- loose and messing up my bathtub. You're letting one loose in my house. But the same person asking that is probably the same dumbass will take the tortoise and put him out in the snow. So they don't make good decisions in the first place. Everyone knows that sulfatas love the snow. Facebook said so. You said ours were out today, weren't they? Yeah, but mm-hmm. it was like... Oh, it was a, it it was was a beautiful day. day here. Yeah. When they get out in the sun, they can warm up, but they're not out in the sun sitting on top of snow. I like scratching their shells, especially when they like rope, like shake into it. Yeah. Mine don't shake into it as much as they huff and puff and get pissed at you. 
I didn't care. I kept doing it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think. There was something else that I saw on Facebook this week. I just cannot remember what it was. There were several things where I was like, this is a week of insane people. Robert, did you see anything other than your uh, Scale Mommies group? Um, you sat at home all weekend. You didn't really have. Yeah. There's a, in a feeder breeder group I'm in, um, somebody asked about, you know, what's the process for dispatching rodents and freezing them? Well, of course, you get all of the, oh, just throw it in with some dry ice or use a paintball tank and flood it with CO2. And uh, there's only two approved, like, accepted, I say approved, it's accepted methods for euthanization by the AVMA. And that's, you know, CO2, regulated CO2 and cervical dislocation. So uh, there's a guy on there arguing with everyone about how his anecdotal evidence that just putting, just dumping CO2 in there as fast as you can causes no suffering for the rats because they don't make any noise when he does it. And everyone is stupid, including the American, the AVMA. And I asked him, I was like, dude, how do you get that ego through the door, man? Because you're so, your ego is letting you look stupid. And of course, you know, he, it was a bit of an insult, obviously. And uh, in the nicest way I could think of it. And, uh, you know, he had a couple things to say back and I just ignored him because, um, he's an idiot. Obviously it's just, <laughs> it's just cool. been, uh, I've been on Facebook too much because I haven't had a lot to do the last several days. And, um, it really makes me think about getting rid of Facebook, but then I think about that's where I get a lot of my customers. So I probably won't do that. Well, Travis posted, someone posted in a group. I remember Travis talked about, Someone posted in a group what to do with all of their quail eggs. They were getting a ton of quail eggs, more than they can use. Travis suggested letting them go, because they were feeding the quail eggs to uh, for, uh, an egg eater. And he suggested, well, letting the quails go ahead and hatch out of the eggs and then freezing the quail babies and feeding those things as well or selling them to people that would use quails as feeders. And he got just attacked by several people in that group about how horrible that would be for him to go at it for kill all those baby quails and do all that. I'm like, seriously, you have no problem feeding the eggs to the animal, but then letting the eggs hatch and feeding the babies to the animal, that's where they drew the line. So that's along the lines of I, I've, feeding groups or any questions about feeding tend to get the uh, people that can't separate emotions from reality. Yes, there's a lot of that, <clears throat> unfortunately, and, and I, I just, I try to ignore it as much as I can, but man, sometimes it's hard. I'm trying to think if I has it, I didn't, think, I didn't watch many videos this week. I did watch, I watched Dave Coffin at Nerd, um, and then I watched. I feel like we just recorded it. Like, I feel like there was no time in between. Well, there was. Episodes. We just didn't do shit. We were. No, I was busy at work and school. What's this whole work thing? Must be I actually do things. <laughs> I can't help that. I did watch Primitive Predators uh, expanding their sanctuary. So not the the awesome new exhibits they just did for the crocodiles, but they're going to be expanding their actual sanctuary for um, like rescue alligators. And apparently there's like a big spectral caiman population in South Florida. And so they were talking about possibly building a big rescue spectral caiman exhibit. 
So instead of killing all the spectral caimans, bringing the spectral caimans in. At what point do you you can't bring any more in? You got to start killing them. Well, I mean, at some point, yeah, but they could save some. Maybe find home swarm or something. Um, kind of cool. But the the place to build down there is massive. So that was really neat. I'm trying to think if I watched anything else. Uh, I, I I watched the snake discovery video and I can't remember what it was on. It wasn't on there. Invasive species. In oh Florida. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was a good video. <laughs> yeah, they're like one of the three reptile channels I actually subscribe to. <laughs> the one of the three that I subscribe to and watch on a regular basis. I watch Dave. I oh. just watch them. I'm I not watch. gonna lie. <laughs> I only watch Snake Discovery. <laughs> but they went to South Florida and they found a uh, dead on the road, a DOR uh, berm. berm. Yep. They found a Cuban nightingale, which we had just talked about the week before. Dave Coffin was down visiting. Um, oh, who this? But they breed uh, Cuban nightingales. Uh, and then Emily goes and finds a Cuban nightingale in the wild. And it bit yep. the shit out of her. It did bite yep. the shit out of her. She bled. And she might take it and keep it in her. Um, she should. That'd be cool. That's what she's thinking of doing. Uh, the one that was crazy was when I looked up and saw birds. Oh, look, Quakers, which would have been an invasive species. Then they realized they weren't Quakers. They were Conyers and two different types of Conyers, which are also an invasive species. But no one fucking talks about the invasive parrots down there. Yeah. She was saying that there's like numerous. Oh, yeah, there's tons of them. They're everywhere. Species of we- invasive parrots. There's, yeah. like, oh, there's tons of them, but no one talks That's about them. We have Quaker parrots right here where I live in southeast Texas. That is, oh my God. But no one talks about it, ever. We'll talk about the Burmese pythons all day long, but never about the. And, and those things do a ton, a ton of damage to, like, wild vegetation. Agriculture. I mean, because they eat a shit ton, especially something like that flock that she saw in that one little spot was probably 40 or 50 animals. Yeah, it was a lot. So, but that was a neat one, all the invasive. I mean, there's so much more out there. I mean, uh, she also found, like, a curly tailed lizard, which was invasive. But, I mean, she could have gone the looking for tegus and water bars and caiman, and that's all down there also. They found an iguana, but only because the bird ate it. Yeah. That. So, but that was a cool one. Uh, did you watch anything? You didn't watch anything. I did, actually. Thank you very What'd much. What did you watch? Goliath Encounters had a new video come up. I I to, okay, I got to add her to my YouTube. She, um, I actually pulled it up so that I could remember what it was called. So it's How to Handle Your Tarantula, A Guide for Beginners. Um, so that's it, and it just simply says don't. It's, no, actually, she actually goes into, um, so it's Goliath Arachnids, um, and it's GoliathArachnids.com, um, which is her website. But Is the, is the YouTube Goliath Arachnids? Correct. Um, that's not what you said a second ago. It's not, so that's why I, I corrected myself. So, but she actually goes on to explain, like, you know, a lot of people think, oh, tarantulas are just like a view only. I mean, you have tarantulas, April, but a lot of people are like, oh, tarantulas are just a view only. I don't need to handle them. And she actually explains, like, you know, if, if you're going to hold a tarantula, it's better to do the New World tarantulas, which are North and South America, versus the Old World tarantulas. Yeah, pissy. Asia, Africa, Australia. And they don't have the, they don't fling the hairs. I don't think um, they fling hairs. And she... Uh, I think it's opposite. Is it the opposite? I think so. Maybe. But they're not as angry. They're not as And angry. they're not, like... They're, they're less likely to, like, seriously the other ones are, like, the Well, not only that, but you're less likely to harm them as well. Because if they spaz out and you don't know how to react to them spazzing out, then... You yeah, know, if you drop a tarantula, you could kill it. Yeah, oh, yeah. easily. Yeah. Because uh, that's like the baboons and all. Those are all old world. world. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, got my, like, I got my uh, Versicolor, my C mm-hmm. Versicolor, because... That's what you like, pink toes. Yes. 
yeah, I got that one because it's one that you can, you're, it's, it's mellow ish, yeah. you know, for a tarantula and they're kind of derpy in their movements. They can go fast, of course, but they're not like a P Metallica, which is a, you know, the old purple ones, the old world purple ones that just like, whew, gone, yeah. <laughs> you know? And then I got, uh, my salmon pink bird eater, which is also a big one that can be fast. I mean, those, they're big tarantulas, but you can also handle them. But I, I really don't though. I really like, I don't know. I just, I really like the way she does her videos. I really like that she's so personable in her videos about the tarantula. And she's also early on. She's like you, April. She's early on. She only has six videos and she only has 40 subscribers. So if you're listening, go out and subscribe to Goliath Arachnids. She does all the herp shows. Which she better. does. Yes. And I'm, I've actually talked to her about being on the podcast and I think I'm super close to getting her to say yes. If you go to a herp show and see her though, she's got the most insane collection of spiders. So it's not like she has just a whole table of rose hairs. She has, I don't know how many species on the, the table. Variety. I want an, I want another blue fang one. The so variety is If you have a blue amazing. fang one, come get one. A blue fang what? A tarantula. They what? literally have blue fangs. I forgot what their scientific name is, but I went inside. See, so that's my one hang up with the tarantulas. And there are certain species of snakes people do this too. They, they refer to them by scientific name and I'm like, nope, I need a common name, people. There's the problem is, for some of that stuff, there is no common name. People like, they're just like, hey, they're not going to give it a common name. I'm like, just give it a fucking common name. We'll, we'll all agree it's okay. Just choose one so we can call it that. But there are some of them that have no common Like, some of the spiders have no common name. But even the little jumping spiders. I mean, I don't know. Spiders, common name. they fascinate me. Maybe it's because I wasn't allowed to have them growing up. You I, had a spider growing up. I had a tarantula. Don't go farther away from the microphone. Sorry. I had a tarantula <laughs> that was duct taped inside of an enclosure that was then duct taped inside of another enclosure because it was a science her project and my mother and she killed it it, i did not my mother is terrified of spiders but i did not know she was afraid of spiders until i did this project when i was in high school like she kept her fear from us our whole lives because she didn't want us to grow up and be afraid you know you can get a spider um I'll let you get them. Having a spider, no, 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 no. we need to. Robert, did you hear what he just said? I did. He they, said, "He said the, I the man is going to let the woman do something." Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Yes, and if anybody oh gets offended by gosh. that, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all um, for once a week. Want, I actually want another jumping. I, I think I want my own jumping spider. Your own. I want my own. You have one. Joe has one. My bearded dragon has one. That's. Fabulous! <laughs> you belong in that sk- that be- the scale mommies or whatever group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I let my bearded and my jumping spider hang out. Together. Well, it was, no, 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 it no. was no, accidental. I, I, oh. I know. I was there for the story. I didn't know so I'll tell I'll tell the listeners. So I have like a six foot cage for my bearded dragon because you know they need a lot of room, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I made it bioactive because you know. They good. like bioactive, yeah, because I could. It I'm told, trying it. It told me it liked it. Yeah, it told me it told me it liked it. Um, and I have live plants in there. I have I put what some night crawlers in there. Some I think is it. I forgot what kind of worm I put in there. Mealworm. Mealworms. I think put mealworms. I put doobie roaches in there. Um, and I took a bunch of just leaf litter because it was fall when I put the cage together, and just put like went in my backyard, got a bunch of leaves, put it in the cage. So I have some bugs in there and stuff that just came from outside, but I guess I got a little jumping spider in there too. And I found it on top of the little like logs that I have in there, just chilling with my bearded dragon. So I have a jumping spider now. 
Oh my Even your pets have pets. Yeah, you don't have pets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we roll. Uh, I like jumping spiders. Everybody should get one. They're cool. I still have not got held mine, and I meant to buy crickets today so April could see it like actually come out and eat. Because my jumping spiders decided to go inside of her little cocoon or little hammock. And that is a badass looking hammock, though. Yeah. It Are you sure like she's not going to like lay eggs or something? It looks she, I think, laid eggs actually. Like a couple weeks ago, and then I think she ate them. Oh. Because she, she made this yellow sack, and I sent the picture off to the guy I got her. He goes, yeah, those are eggs. And then when we got back from our Christmas break, uh, it was no longer there. Or did they hatch? No, they didn't hatch yet. Let me see. I'll try to get a photograph of this. It looks like he has straight up stuck a cotton ball in here. Yeah, she, she's made a big old hammock. And she's, like, sealed the door. Like, the door has been pulled shut. Yeah. Esmeralda. Esmeralda. Yeah, you can't see in this. She has green fangs. Ooh. Like emerald green things. And he immediately had a name for her. Because I thought of emerald. And that got me to Esmeralda. So It works. It's Story perfect. It's mm -hmm. perfect. It just means he's named Yeti. But the one we currently have is Yeti 2.0. Because Yeti 1.0 did not make it. it. She did not. She never acted right. She never like she, did not. she never did. Yeah. But Ian, the guy that we got it from, uh, was great. He sent her a new one. Oh, the next yeah. day. And it's small for it'll grow up. It's like a seed grow. And it eats. The amazing thing is is the size food they eat. This, this, this spider that my daughter has is maybe the size of, I don't know. A dime? No, it's smaller than that. No, it's not. Your oh, he's definitely small. Yeah, your really pinky nail. Oh, yeah, it's itty bitty. And it ate a full grown cricket. Like, they jump on top of those things and they'll, it ate a full grown cricket. So, Fabulous. they're awesome. I mean, they're not. Robert, are you ever, are you going to ever have arachnids in your house? Uh, yeah, so you don't ever have to worry about me dropping a um, <laughs> one because there will never be one in my hand. I'm there with you. I'm, I'm not going to hold it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't it is. I had a rose there for the longest time. I, I held it maybe twice with a glove, and that was it. I think that was just to move it so you could clean it. I like to move it, move it. <laughs> move, move it. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh gracious anyways I think that's all I've got I'm ready to go make Oreos in the air fryer I'll yeah breakfast. I want to go watch this last five minutes of the Bucks Saints game because it's 2320 oh sorry I didn't know Jesus Christ bless America everybody can hear me yell at him I don't do that to me I record football games <laughs> who the fuck records football games James Lewis does, and then, I try, the the and then I try not to hear about him. And then, and then he'll fall asleep watching it, so then he's got to wake up the next day and finish watching it. But I can fast forward through it, because I can fast forward through all the in-between each play and commercials wow. and everything else. So someone in their car right now listening to this just heard me screaming in their ears. I, I apologize. Know, I That's so wrong fault. Did you not? Man. You didn't hear what I said, right? Oh, I screamed. So. He said that he has money on I, I, The other day, uh, yesterday, we were at the grocery store. And the game was I heard playing. About 20. And I just started, shut up. <laughs> and I just started humming and singing to myself so I couldn't hear what people were saying around me. Because it, it slightly ruins the game for me if I already know the outcome. It does ruin the game for you. Hello. I know. I don't want to, so I don't want to know. <laughs> but. Now I want to go on my app and start watching it. I'm ready to get some baking stuff. You don't have time to bake stuff. you got to make five million crafts that say Bloods by Design. She's got to figure out what she wants on what before I can cut any vinyl. Yep. So yeah. while she's figuring out what she wants, yep. 
then I can. And then we got to stick metal things inside of snakes. You have fun. Oh yeah, we got to probe. Keep forgetting. Yeah, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna probe. What is that? Are you afraid I'm missing this? You did not even see April probe dance. Y'all think y'all see Joe's feet together before y'all start all that? Okay. That was a disturbing dance. Our daughter got your little UFO toy for Christmas. Oh yeah. That's what it sounded like. That's what it sounded like. Oh. Uh, oh. Can you not do that dance while we probe the snakes? No. <laughs> I'm going to try, actually, now that you say something. So <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, so this is a, a somewhat shortened episode. But that's because we're going to go hang out with our friend before she has to leave tomorrow. Yup. On my birthday. Yeah, she has to drive on her birthday. Yep. No. It's okay. But she's going to go to Memphis, so any of y'all shipping out snakes, she's going to wave to them for you. Yes, I will. You can text me and say, how's the weather? And I'll tell you, it's crappy, just to scare you. It's a weird place to drive into at night, by the way. Why? Because it's full of UFOs. Airplanes, hello. Shit tons of them. Yeah, because FedEx is like, because there's a FedEx Uh, up there, hello. When Tinley, (laughs) damn, that was like two years ago now almost, uh, driving into Memphis at night, you just look up and it's just, there's an airplane, there's an airplane. It's like 30 of them. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot of airplanes. All your snakes get shipped in there. That's what was my first thought when I looked up. I was like, there's snakes on those planes right now. <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking snakes oh my on gosh. these motherfucking planes. <laughs> That's why Robert hadn't sent his out. He doesn't want it to be on a motherfucking plane. Yep. Not yet. I don't want it to sit on a tarmac in Colorado and freeze to motherfucking death. All right. So I'm trying to figure out the name you logged into the podcast with tonight. Because if anybody didn't know, Robert started choosing just random ass names, and I don't know this one. Clavio Sapienzo. It's Clevio Sapienzo. So, you know, anytime you're in like the store and you get approached by those people, hey, would you like to sign up for our whatever? That's the name that I use on it. So, and I just make up a random address. So, random people get shit in the mail for Clevio Sapienzo and have no idea where it came from. And I've been doing that for like 20 years. So, yeah. That's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, listening, if you've received mail for Clevio Sepienzo, uh, you now know who it goes to. Yep. You blame him. Uh, so, that's all I got. Uh, you have anything else, Robert, besides you're ready to get to a show and make some money? Uh, nope. That's pretty much it. We covered a lot this week. It was great having April. April on. It's great hearing a familiar voice on here. Thanks, guys. Again, it was fun. Proof that we're still friends. We are still friends. Oh, my stars. People wondered where she went. She just didn't want to hang out with me anymore. But we're still friends. I she started a YouTube me. channel instead. She did. So y'all need to go subscribe to Bloods by Design. Hell yeah. Gotta get used to Everything it. snakes, but especially short tails. That's my tagline. <laughs> Never mind, take it back. No one needs to go visit. Screw it. She's fine. Oh, oh. Y'all, I'm telling you, this should have been the episode we videoed. Because y'all have been Wait, so funny on. to watch. Everything. Everything snakes, but especially short tails. Yeah, I'm not saying that. We're good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we didn't talk shit. Pairings you had. You did it the other video with the gecko eggs. So you had geckos coming. Or little yeah. barking geckos. Yeah. I'll do more, um, like, how to breed short tails and uh, getting their eggs, uh, egg boxes ready, 
getting the incubator set up, all that kind of stuff, taking females off eggs when they hatch, how to set the babies up. We'll go through all that, but I need eggs first. So I need you to get like a video of nothing but piss-filled tub. Just so people can see how much liquid comes out of one of those guys when they really just pee. Well, sometimes they pee and then also go into their water bowl and they like flood. Like not only do they pee, but then they flood everything. So you need a video of that. Just throw, like, I have to jump it into a bucket and then put it in the toilet. Like no, that's no, how no. much it is. Pull it out and take it and just take a picture or something just so people can see what it's like owning a full grown blood and how nasty it can get. Just so people are prepared for Actually, that much liquid. There's something that you wanted to talk about tonight that you did not talk about. Oh, I just saw a little gnat fly by your window. Oh. And that's like, I was looking at a couple of them. But that's the only one I've seen this entire time. So I have a bunch of isopods and millipedes. And anybody that has isopods and millipedes or bioactive substrates that hold some moisture, they have to deal with like these little dirt gnats and stuff, these little tiny uh, flying insects that are a pain in the ass. They don't really mess with you, other they just get like in your face and you're sitting there trying to talk. Um, and, and you can get the hanging pest strips or that you can hang that pest strip that people put in their, in their snake containers to get rid of mites, which... Still crazy. Or, uh, you know, those little apple-shaped things that you put the vinegar in? I have, yep, nothing up there. Yep, those two. That works. But I bought, I've seen it on a couple groups, it's called Catchy, K-A-T-C-H-Y. It's a little machine. It's got a, like a purple UV light at the top. Underneath it has a fan that sucks air in. And then below that fan, there's a little area with a sticky pad. So the bugs are attracted to the UV light. The fan sucks them down into the machine. And they stick to the sticky pad, and then you just throw away the sticky pad and put a new one in. And in the week that it's been running, because I hooked it up uh, when we, the day that we did our last podcast. Tuesday. So Tuesday. I hooked it up Tuesday, and that little thing is full of bugs now. Um, and there's very few. I mean, we've seen like one or two flying around during this entire podcast. And I've been sitting here watching TV the past couple of days and haven't had any issues. So I strongly recommend the catchy uh, flying insect trap. You have issues with and, and most people that have a snake room. At some point, you're going to have fruit flies or just something. If you have a lot of indoor plants, that'll yeah. do it too. Yeah, uh, I've had we have some bioactives, and I've been having picture. problems with it lately. And I walked in the snake room a couple of mornings ago, and a pretty foul smell hit me in the nose when I walked in. Uh, apparently, one of my uh, sand boas took the frozen thawed rat or mouse, whatever it was, and wrapped it up and hit it under the, the substrate right on top of the heat tape. And I didn't find it for a couple of days. And it was, uh, it was, yeah, it was easy to figure out which one it was when I opened it up and all the little flies came out. I said, well, this is the one. Yeah, they'll yeah. do that every now and then. And people the will be substrate's like, moving and it's because of maggots. Yeah. <laughs> people listening will go, well, how do you not notice that? Because sometimes you don't smell, like the smell is trapped for a day or two. And yeah. then all of a sudden. Well, it's like it's the other looks, day. I came, I, as soon as I walked in the front door of our house, I was like, I don't know yeah, what threw up, but find it and get it out of my house. <laughs> and he was like, you're going to have to come in my room and find it because I can't find it. Well, because the night before, I thought I smelled something, but I looked in there and there wasn't anything in there. I don't know why it smelled, but I don't know. I didn't see it. But sure enough, there was a recurse rat. But like the Sambo, was, I've had that same issue where they will aggressively attack the food. You're like, yeah, it's definitely going to eat. You'll come back. Even if you open the tub and you see the Sambo up sitting there. It's already buried it underneath the bedding when it attacked and pulled it under. Mm-hmm. And you don't see it, and then and then it starts to go. Yeah, and I had I had just redone her tub like a week ago, so that was all brand new aspen that I had to throw out. But that shit sucks. You know, it is what it is. 
I just went and bought Aspen. I don't know why, but apparently, like, pet stores are just... I went into Petco the other day, and they had no bedding. Dude, I I bought that big bale from uh, from Joe with um, Go For Your Pet at the Austin show, and that stuff is fantastic. And it's 20, 25 bucks for a huge bale. That's a big... That's how big was that? Four cubic feet? Yeah, it's that American Excelsior brand, and it's man, it's clean and not dusty, and and uh, I'm pretty impressed yeah, with the it. Dust, the dust is a pain in the butt sometimes yeah. with the asthma. Like I'm, I'm allergic to it, so I have to. Now that we have tons of masks laying around the house, they come in handy. I put a mask on whenever I work with large amounts of asthma. But yeah, anyways, the catchy. Everyone that has reptiles at some point's gonna have to deal with some sort of little flying insect. It's annoying. It was like. $35, $39, I think, for the catchy thing on Amazon. K-A-T-C-H-Y. So if you're having issues with them, check it out. Get it. The little padding by like an eight-pack of uh, pads to replace them there as two pads. Uh, I think that's like six bucks. So what's the difference in the one with the automatic sensor and the one that's manual? All right. So I have the automatic sensor one. I don't have the manual. The automatic sensor and the manual are on, if you get the automatic sensor one, it has both. Manual, turn it on, it runs nonstop. Uh-huh. So you turn it off. Automatic sensor has a light sensor. So if you put it on automatic sensor, when you come into a room and turn your lights on, it turns off. So that you're not really wasting, because they're not really attracted to that little UV light if yeah. all of your lights are off. But at night when you leave, you turn off the lights, it will pop back on, and then you're attracted to that light again. I'm but like, we're staying in this right now. Right now. Yeah, I mean, we're standing in the sink room right now. We have a lamp on on one side of the room and the light where we are. Corner. And because it's in a darker corner over by the isopods, it's still turned on and it's still working. Yeah, and I have it over next to my isopods and my millipedes because that's I know where that's where they're coming from. And anybody that hasn't kept this stuff, it's not because they're dirty. It's just that's the nature of having that much moisture and dirt. And it's going to happen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but it's really, I mean, I've, I'm very impressed. And I'd heard about it on a couple of different isopod groups. People had posted it. But uh, it's helped a ton. And it's not loud. It's very quiet. Um, I'm so distracted right now. What are you distracted Your about? rubber boa is all over the freaking place. Yeah, it's like 40 degrees in there. And he's just like, I'm going to have fun. Like he's April, April got to see around. it. The whole top of the thing was covered in ice. And they're like, yeah, it's cool. We're just going to hang out here and like, move around. Yeah, and then he put it in my hand and it was freezing cold. Yeah. It's, I'm, 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 it's natural. I've just been watching it move around in its box inside the cooler. Yeah, no one. He, apparently no one told him he's supposed to be asleep right now at yeah. 40 degrees. He's like, nah, I'm a, I'm a cruise. It's cool. Yeah. Any other snake so in this room funny. I put in that fridge dies in a day. That guy's been in there for like a month and a half now. It's so funny. Freaking They're cool ones. little things, though. All yeah. right, so let's go ahead and wrap. We tried to wrap it up, and then I had the, the Sorry. Catchy. No, I want to talk about the catchy things. I mean, I didn't want to talk about it last week because I just plugged it in, and I didn't have a true uh, opinion. opinion on it yet. But, uh, I just ordered 30. it. Was it like, it was like 40 bucks, wasn't it? Yeah, $39.79. $39. Totally um, worth it. I mean, especially when you can think about how many like pest strips and little sticky strips you go through. I hate those things because they always get caught. Like, if we don't hang them super high, then they get caught in my hair. Oh, God. And then I have the glue on oh, top Lord. of whatever was on the it's, strip gl- it's gross glue in my things. hair. And yeah, it's it is gross so nasty. I love this because it's no chemicals. I don't have to worry about anything because I got a room full of, you know, isopods and snakes and all. I didn't want any chemical smells. Uh, The little apple thing you're talking about, that does work, but you do have to put a liquid in there that has that vinegar smell to it and then you have to keep refilling it. Yeah, it's probably called vinegar. Yeah. So it's got a vinegar smell to it. It's crazy how that works. (laughs) 
<laughs> Asshole. All right, Robert, if people want to get a hold of you, how Wait, can what's they? our guest? Okay, Oops. sorry. Well, she's like right here, so I don't consider her a guest on the podcast. You're not a guest. <laughs> she's in the room with us. All right, so April, if people want to get a hold of you, how do they do that? You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube as Bloods by Design or April Justine on Facebook if you want to be my friend. And you can email me at bloodsbydesign at gmail.com or go to my website, bloodsbydesign.com. All right, Robert, how can people get a hold of you other than going to lsreptileracks.com? That's the best way because they can order through lsreptileracks. Exactly. But they can also contact me through Facebook and Instagram, Lone Star Reptile Racks. Uh, A lot of people friend request me on Facebook, but I'm just about maxed out on that. So, um, it's a thousand people, isn't it? <laughs> uh, I think it's 5,000. Hey. Jesus Christ. Yeah. That's great. I don't think I know 5,000 people. Yeah, I get probably 10 or 15 oh, friend requests every day. So funny. So, uh, yeah, I'm easy to get a hold of. My phone number's on the website, and it's on Facebook and Instagram. So feel free to call, text, prefer to text, because my phone rings nonstop all day long. There you yeah. go. And then if they want to, because they're not reaching out to me, they're oh. reaching out to you. Well, I, one thing I wanted to hear, Ronnie, okay. when he said it. So I, I had an idea, and I just want to throw this out there. If anybody wants to give us a two cents about it, that's their two cents. That's great. Uh, in the near future, we've talked about doing some sort of giveaway for our listeners. I would like to start doing uh, you know, either every other month or whatever, some sort of reptile-related giveaway. Um Attached to that, I've also thought about starting a Patreon. I feel bad about starting a Patreon because I don't want you to be like, I don't want to be the guy asking you for money. That's, that's not what I'm doing because I'm not giving anything extra other than like the giveaway. But I would like to start a Patreon if you want to donate, and that money would go towards uh, purchasing some of the stuff for the giveaways because I would like to give some pretty good stuff. Like I'd like to give at some point like Herbset thermostat. Uh, you know, snake hooks, books, some bigger things. I don't want to just like send, I know that I would be happy with a shirt, but I want something that you could use on a regular basis that will help your reptile collection, help you function in your reptile room, some of those basics that maybe you just don't have, or maybe you could always use more of. So uh, I may start a Patreon page soon. And uh, just if anybody listening, let me know what you think, uh, or just send me money when I started. That works too. So there is that. But that is, that is coming in the works. Our plan is to start some sort of giveaway for y'all. Since you can listen, you deserve something since you have to hear us talk. All right. And then people never want to reach out to me, but they want to reach out to you. So where can they find you, James? Simply underscore serpents on Instagram or simply serpents on Facebook. Or you can get a contact, uh, all of us, for the podcast at the Reptile Gumbo Podcast on Facebook or Instagram or at gmail.com. If you want to shoot us an email, um, I think that's it. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, April, for coming to hang out on your birthday. And now we get to go have fun craft time and and I'm gonna bake things. And bake stuff. Travis will be I mean I'm not not really baking. I'm not really baking. She's she's throwing stuff in an air fryer. Look, I I told Travis my idea of homemade is the fact that I used a mixer and you know, not all of us are as as fancy as Travis Wentman. It's true, I need to see what he made this week. So everybody, thanks for listening. That's it. Deuces. See ya.